Hello, hello. So I'm wrapping up my social media fast and um, yeah, it's been interesting, really, really interesting. So um, some stuff, other stuff did come up, but I'm not going to talk about that today. Um, I uh, wanted to do an astrology episode. So I'm working my way um, back into, I was doing an astrology for beginners by a beginner series on my YouTube channel, and I'm going to start that back up and put it here on the podcast. But in the interim, I was sitting here and I was like looking at some different um, videos and I was like, there are some really interesting overlaps, um, synchronicities, continuity type things in my birth chart. Um, And so for those of you who don't, you know, like birth chart is basically a map of the sky at the moment that you were born. And I know there are people like, you know, it's all just simply coincidence. And um, if you've talked to me in person, you know, my feeling about coincidences is that you feel like you're so special that the most high just has this randomness thing happening to you that correlates to all of these other things. But the fact that it correlates to all these other things is solely by coincidence and not by a grand design. Awesome sauce. I, on the other hand, Um, My personal opinion, feeling, walk, and faith is seeing those synchronicities is how I see the divine in everything. Um, And so in looking at my birth chart and thinking about who I am as a soul in this human journey, um, how some things play out. So... Um, if, so for instance, I had a spirit guide drawing done and if you haven't, um, seen it or heard about it, the picture has been on my Instagram, but I have a couple of episodes back. I think it's like, uh, by the time, I don't know which order I'm going to post these. So I'm going to assume it's going to be like three or four, um, episodes back. You can see not only the image, but also listen to my experience and some of the information that was given to me regarding, um, what it's actually my archetypal energy. So it is a guide, but it is also me. And I think that is really, really great because that's the intention I said is I wanted, I just wanted to know me. And there's still so much more I have to learn about me. So yeah. Um, so one of the things that came up really strongly was a connection to Egypt. Um, and um, serious energy. So we'll start with Egypt. Uh, when I was a kid, I had a very, 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 just really strong curiosity about Egyptology and what I now know is ancient Kemet. And I just had this really strong desire to know more. Well, if you were to look at my birth chart, you'll find that the asteroid Isis actually sits in my eighth house it's not quite conjunct, but it's right there with my son. My the house, my son is illuminating the eighth house, the house of shadows, and it's right there with Isis. It's shining a light on Isis, and I thought that was so cool. Um, the serious energy, so serious falls in the sign of Cancer, and I am a Cancer rising. 
Um, and um, Sirius is very closely connected to Isis. So the fact that I'm a Cancer rising with Isis sitting also to my son. So we're like, talk about your, um, slow down. Your big four are your sun, your moon, your rising and your midheaven. So right there with my rising and my sun are two placements that directly correlate to my reading, my, you know, spirit guide reading that I received. So I thought that was really cool. Um, I've been watching videos on your dominant sign, your dominant planet, your dominant element. So looking at how things play out. So I'm a Cancer rising. So Cancer is a water sign. Um, and it is um, ruled by the moon. So already we know my chart ruler. So the planet or celestial body that overarching energy rules my chart is the moon. So the moon automatically naturally has a strong influence on my personality, my being, it influences how I look, my shape, all of those things. Okay. So then you go and look at the calculation for my dominant planet, which is also the moon. So the moon is not only my chart ruler, it is my dominant planet. In sidereal astrology, the moon is also my soul planet. So it is my chart ruler, my dominant planet, and my soul planet. So very watery, very, very, very feminine, very, I'm both dark and illuminating. I am both cloaked in mystery, but also in the right light, big, bright, and beautiful. Um, And I also am supportive, nurturing, um, motherly, um, intuitive, emotional, so soulful. So these are the, you know, some of the things that are associated with the moon and with water and if you were to like meet me in person people who listen to this that know me personally are probably like yeah that's her that that's her i i my the empath oh my gosh like i was on a zoom meeting recently and it was just there was a it was a heavy not a heavy topic but a necessary topic but i could tell there was someone or some people that were upset because I felt fine. When I hopped on the call, I was happy. I was joyful. I was in a good mood. And then as people, you know, it went on and someone was talking, I could feel it wash over me. This overwhelming urge to start crying. And I'm like, oh my God, who's upset? Like I could feel, I kept turning my head and I'm like trying to not cry. But the overwhelming urge to cry was like, I couldn't shake it. And finally, I just, I, like, I had amethyst in my hand, trying to rub it, trying to filter it, and tears. I just had to cry. I just had to cry. And that is the moon. That That is all my psychic energy. Like, it's that is all my moon. So 
Again, I am a Cancer rising water sign. I am an Aquarius sun, the water bearer. So that is an air sign. Let's qualify this. It's an air sign, thought, mind, um, communication, ideas. Um, and then I am a watery rising. And then I looked at my dominant sign, my dominant sign. So the sign, the energy that I very, very much resonate with is Scorpio. And I laughed at that because let's go through, let's go through all the things Scorpionic around my birth chart. So I have Pluto retrograde in my fourth house, the fourth house, the house of the home, the house of where you are most comfortable, the, um, the modern day ruler of Scorpio sits there. The traditional ruler of Scorpio, Mars, is conjunct my sun, which simply means it's sitting, they're, they're sitting on the same seat in the, on the school bus. So it is conjunct the sun in my eighth house, the house naturally ruled by Scorpio. So already I have very strong Scorpio energy. Not to mention that Scorpio, um, in whole signs, Scorpio rules my fifth house. So your fifth house is, um, think children, children, inner child, where you're creatively expressive. Um, this is where your passions lie. And this is both creative passions and your love, where you love is. And um, your self-expression, how you, how your self-expression is that house, because that house is naturally ruled by Leo, which means it's ruled by the sun, how you, you present who you are. And so the, that house is for me ruled by Scorpio. So there's like strong Scorpio things. Um, Scorpio is about death and rebirth. And if, you just go look at my pictures. You can see like this various, even though I look the same, I look different. Like these various transformations that you can actually see physically happening. I posted a split picture of myself um, years, you know, maybe I think it's maybe 10, 12, something like that years ago. And a picture of myself on the day that, you know, I noticed it. And I'm like, I'm like 10, 12 years younger, maybe more. But I look younger now. I look physically younger now. Even with all the extra gray, I look younger now. I'm confident I am about the same weight, but I look smaller now. And it's wild how that looks. Um, Scorpio is a very deep, like I, I think I told uh, one of my friends, I was like, you know, I just want someone that I can converse with. And it's not just feeling like a one-sided conversation. Like I so said, I just, I can only do surface level for so long and then I get bored. I need to be able to converse with you 
and it feel like I'm, I don't know. It just needs to be deep. There we go. That's the word. It needs to be deep. And that's what Scorpios are. They are deep. Um, and it gets better. So I also um, looked at my, you know, gene keys and human design and my, in my unconscious birth chart. So those of you who do human design and do your charts, um, in my unconscious birth chart, I am a Scorpio sun. I am a Scorpio sun in the 12th house. I am, <laughs> and it's probably like, especially if any of y'all really follow astrology closely enough to think about the 12th house energy, Scorpio energy, that would seem dark. And it probably seems like the antithesis of who I am outwardly, but, and I don't mean dark for some of y'all who are, um, used to hearing dark being associated with something negative. Um, I don't mean dark in that way. I meant dark, like mysterious, like what's underneath there? What's in lurk? What's in the shadow that we don't quite see? What can we learn more? And, you know, the things that people don't readily talk about and things like that. And for me, um, I really love horror movies. I really, really like horror movies. Halloween is my absolute favorite time of the year. Not my birthday. My birthday's probably second and then Hanukkah is third. Halloween is my absolute favorite time of the year and it always has been. It's not, this is not brand new. This did not come with my spiritual awakening as a child to now, Halloween has always been my favorite time of the year. I have all, being a witch for Halloween is just what I was. Like that just, it was it. That was just it, I'm a witch. And that's just as simple as that. The various types of witch may have shifted, but all in all, occasionally a vampire, a witch. It's <laughs> like that, that's it. Um, I think when I was pregnant, I was Harley Quinn. Um, and I mean, she has a little bit of a, a witchy laugh. So, you know, it's still fit. And she wears really cute socks, which is also very witchy. But I, there's just all this overlap. And I think I said it jokingly to someone that I'm clearly a Scorpio. Like I should just say when people say, hey, what's your sign? I should just say Scorpio. That's what I should say, because it's like such a huge part. So much of my life is built around death and rebirth, death and rebirth, um, transformation, um, an understanding of my relationship to the power of others and taking full ownership of my own personal power. Because Mars is the planet of drive, of passion. And Pluto is the planet of power and transformation. So those themes are heavy in my life. I can pick out so many different areas of my life where it was either a death or a rebirth. It was either a death or it was a rebirth. And 
that's just my journey. That just is what it is. And we all go through it, but I can see it heavy for myself. Even my um, birth cards in tarot. So your birth cards are based off of your um, birthday and typically aligned, and they align to your life path number. So I am a life path 11. So the cards that would relate to me would always be card number 11 and card number two. Ooh, text message. My bad. Um, I don't know if y'all could hear my text message tone or not, but my bad. Um, so the number two card, the high priestess, she who dwells between the light and the shadow. I'm just going to leave it with her. She dwells between the light and the shadow. And then the number 11, a card traditional astrology is just as the card of balance. Duality. Light and shadow. Play such heavy roles in my life. Um, I want to say the dominant element in my chart is water. But you know what? I'm looking at my chart now. And I will, I will pull it up and see. And if you want to know how to look at your stuff, I will share the links. Um, the video that I was watching where it had the steps. I'm not going to take credit for that. I figured this out on my own. Nope, I will give credit where credit is due. Um... And it is long, like, you just got to be mindful. It's that, that's that. All my degrees and whatever all that stuff means. One day I'm going to like really look at this report and see if I can learn um, what it means. So there is my, so my dominant um, modality is fixed, which makes sense. I am an Aquarius um, sun with a dominant Scorpio. So yeah, it makes sense that fixed, fixed modality. So my, and probably people think it's like, but you're so able to move with change. Well, that's because I'm ruled by water. Like I'm ruled by water. <laughs> so water is fluid. So even though my modality is fixed, my watery energy is what supports me to not be stoic, to not be stuck. Um, and there are some times where I am stuck. It does take me a minute to move. It does take me a minute to move. So, but I do move. Um, it, I probably move easier when it's changes related to like work things like that, I'm probably very fluid and able to move. But in my own life and transformation there, yeah, I can be really fixed. I can be really fixed and I have to remember to ebb and flow. And that's something I'm still learning and moving through. But yes, my dominant element is water with air followed right behind it. And my dominant um, modality is fixed. Um, I won't say Cardinal is close. It's, it's number two, but it ain't, it ain't close. Air and water are pretty close, but, um, yeah, my modes are not really. 
they're not really that close. Um, same thing with my planet. Moon is clearly the ruling one. Um, with the Sun and Mercury almost um, almost tied. Almost tied. And so I, yeah, I just, it's really, 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 I'm sorry, Mars is actually what's next. That makes even more, oh man, (laughs) that makes even more, that Scorpio energy, that makes even more sense. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I just really, I think it's really cool to be able to see um, how, and it's not that you're seeing God's grand design, you're just seeing your design. And even some of your design is still slightly hidden, but being able to look at your numerology chart and kind of get a sense of things from that perspective. And then being able to look at your birth chart and layer that in there and looking at all these various resources where the divine has tapped people to develop these skill sets, to see these patterns and synchronicities and then share that information. Like, it's not like it's hidden. It's shared like, hey, you know, do this, 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 this and that. And these are the things that you can learn. If you're struggling, it seems like too much. Hey, book a service and help somebody let somebody help you learn what these, you know, these things mean. The, I think it's called the veil of forgetfulness is there, but you don't have to stay completely behind it. You can try to remember, and that's what I've been doing. And that's what I've been feeling really strongly to do. Um, I've been feeling really strongly this urge to come to self. And maybe that's because I got some really deep spiritual work that I'm doing on myself. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to show that I just found something really cool in the report about certain plans in your midpoint. And I'm just like, ooh, Let's see what this is. So maybe I'll do a video next on what the various midpoints I see and what they mean. Um, But yeah, take time. Look at your birth chart. Um, If you just want some guidance on where to start, um, I have offered, do offer a 15 minute free consultation. You can totally book that. Um, Or you can book a 30 minute actual consultation and I can help you like walk through pulling your chart and things like that. Um, I can give you a really quick, like high overview of what I see. And I also do numerology charts. So you can book, um, well, you can purchase a numerology, a basic numerology profile. So it'll, I'll give you like your life path, your heart's desire or soul urge, whichever one you resonate with destiny number, birthday number, um, your you find your personal months and um just where your karmic debt lies i I will pull those things for you um if you purchase one of those but anyway i hope that you enjoyed this little swim into my birth chart 
I hope this is, you know, makes you curious, uh, curious, wow, curious about seeing your own. And otherwise, I hope y'all have a great one. Thanks again for listening. Grow with Naya will be a weekly podcast where I discuss not only my spiritual life, but also my regular everyday life as well. I will also share what else I'm growing in my garden, including any new poetry, courses, events, and interviews with inspiring souls. My intention is for this to be a place of growth and community. Be sure to leave me a voice message. Find me on social media at Naya Shalom. Gratitude in advance for you subscribing, liking, rating, sharing, and commenting on any podcast app. Thank you.